Welcome to Young Black Misses, the podcast for newly married women. Let's have a conversation about wife life from love, friendship, money, food, and everything in between. Relax and let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Young Black Misses. I am your host, Morgan F. And I'm kicking this episode to you a little different because your girl has left the mainland. I am on vacation. (laughs) But I didn't want to leave you hanging. And it's very important to deliver as I said I was going to deliver. So I'm going to go back in time and reflect on some of my favorite guests from season three. We're talking all about young black misses and their love stories. So get into it if you want some warm and fuzzy, some aspirational goals, whatever way you you want it. Or maybe you missed the episode and you just need a reminder of how, you know, bomb that episode was. I'm just going to take it back for you. So here we go. Let's get into it. Finding love via Snapchat? Yes. And it is the beautiful love story that my girl Cheyenne shared with us recently. So let's check it out. Okay, so I kind of know this story, but I kind of know, but I'm I'm ready to like, ooh, girl, tell me a little bit more. So I want to hear the love story. Oh, okay. So from my point of view, right? Because it's different than my yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, give me your point of view. Yeah, sure. George Warren, right? Yeah. Um so uh, my friend, her name is Tayomi. Um, she has, she's a sex expert and um, she's an expert at sex. And, you know, she does all of these things where she helps couples out, singles out, how to express themselves and not, you know, um, be so um, wrapped out, wrapped around sex, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had different platforms on, on this platform that she used. Um, she used Snapchat. Um, on Mondays, she would do a matchmaker Monday. Tuesdays would be, you know, booby Tuesdays, titty Tuesdays, you know, sorry for the listeners. If you you're listen. right. But, um, <laughs> and, um, so Mondays were the days that I felt most comfortable to participate because it's matchmaker Monday. I met a lot of my friends on there. You give her a screenshot of, you know, your best selfie. You tell them what your snap handle is, what you're, where you're from, what you like, what you're into, how many mm-hmm. kids you have, if that's something you like, if you're looking for a travel buddy, whatever have you be. Um, I didn't submit my picture, but George submitted his. I'm scrolling. I'm like, ooh, okay, chocolate. Okay, we're going to save that one. I'll screenshot that one. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything that I liked. I mean, I was seeing, you know, people in cat suits and stuff. I was like, that, that's not my, my, my thing. And so I said, okay, let me go back. And then before I went back, she had posted something that said that it was her last matchmaker Monday, which was saddening for me. Like I was very sad. Um, so I scrolled back and I was like, you know what, let me give it a shot. It's, you know, I'm gonna just shoot, you know, my shot. And I went to his DMs and I was just like, 
hey, you know, I saw your picture. I saw where you're from. It's not that expensive for me to come back and forth. Like, <laughs> you know, hey, like I, I'm, I'm interested in you. And he was like, oh, no woman has ever came to me first. And he was like, I'm going to give you all of my attention. Like, I'm not going to, you know, miss this up. Like, let's see what it's about. And so we started talking. This is the first time I'm FaceTiming someone like all the time. And um, I um, expressed to him that, you know, I just, I, I was just like, you know, I'm not comfortable. And I hope, again, like I said, your followers, it's going to go left, right? <laughs> and so like, like, I'm not comfortable. Like, you know, I'm at home, but I'm not at home. I'm fully clothed. And he was like, oh, that's fine. And I was like, well, you know, I'm a nudist at home. Like, you know, I like to, to be free and everything. And he was like, okay, go ahead. So he's talking, talking, talking. I'm nude. And this is the first time, like, a man never, like, sexualized me. Like, you know, mm. just like, he wasn't like, ooh, look at your boobs. Ooh, look at your booty. Like, he was just like, yeah. So, like, you know, at work today, the kids were driving me crazy and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like oh wow this is what it feels like to just feel normal and just to feel like you know it, it like the world is still revolving and I'm in and so um you know at that point I was just like I gotta go see this man I gotta see you know but then I had my reservations I called um my mom my dad my mom told me I was crazy my dad told me to jump for it you know love can be in mysterious places and then I had my twin um sisters who I sing opera with who were mm -hmm. just like just go just go this time next year you're going to be engaged and I was like no way there's no way and, and you know um went out there saw him on the anniversary of his mom's um passing the day after his mom's passing and um he was like listen like this was the best thing that could ever happen mm. going to have like a mental breakdown yeah. and you in here even though we're just getting to know each other just feels right and um, we decided to make that day our official um, first day, like, you know, our official being boyfriend and girlfriend, October 17th um, and um, 2019. And um, from that point on, like, we just, you know, everything just fell into line. Like, our, our family loved each other. We loved mm. Um, And he proposed to me. And yeah, that's how we got here. Meeting your husband in high school is what rom-coms are made of. But there's a little twist with the interracial relationship, going separate ways in college for a bit, having long distance, and growing with each other. Me and Victoria talk about those topics. So let's check that out. I need to know the love story. Everyone likes a good love story. And I feel like yours is going to go way back to what? High school, elementary? Where are we at? We are at high school. So, I mean, Ryan, that's name, my fiance. Um, he would say we did not know each other in middle school, but we did. That is when I met him was actually in seventh grade, but we were just kind of friends, had some classes. But the real romance started when we were sophomores in high school at GHS. And practically, long story short, him and his best friend were in there with some of me and my girlfriends and Ryan and his best friend Pete were just the class clowns constantly getting in trouble and got moved over close to me and we were doing this little project and he kind of just I don't know how he did it he explained it so much better but he had this cute little love note written to me on there and since then the relationship just kind of blossomed wow like 
we were just inseparable since and made it through college and him transferring schools and such. And so, yeah, it's you, you guys didn't go to the same school in college, is what you're saying? We did not. I went to Central Methodist University and he went to Mizzou and then finished out his senior year at Emporia State University. Okay. So distance, long distance was a huge part of our relationship, but it's crazy. Like we were so young, but everyone always was telling us like, oh, you guys are going to break up. It's not going to work. It's just a little high school fling. But when you know, you know, and God places people in your life for a reason. But yeah, we are. Have you, how have you guys grown together over these, what, were we talking seven, eight, 10 years? I don't know. It's been 10 years. It's so crazy. Yes. Getting married on year 10, but absolutely 110%. We are totally different people from what we were in high school. And like I said, I mean, I wouldn't say we were immature, but you're not as mature as what we are now. Like being 26 years old, falling in love when I was like almost 16. But yeah, I mean, you just go and I think college played a huge part of that because I think I was a little more sheltered and had a little bit more different values growing up than what his family was. So going to college and really getting to grow into who I am and setting my boundaries, my guidelines, my goals and my aspirations, and also having his own. And we are both student athletes all from high school and college. So just learning to balance everything that happens in your lives and all the changes, like he's always been my number one person. Like we were just always teammates for each other mm-hmm. and just like accountability partners and keeping each other strong on like our highs and our lows. But oh yeah, we've totally changed and we've grown. We have different interests, different, yeah, views on life, but somehow we always make it work. Like, I mean, we don't always see eye to eye on everything, but just having someone that accepts your growth and realizes that, you know, you don't like the same things anymore. You want to go this way. You want to go that way, but they're always supportive. So yeah, it's been great to grow with someone and have someone that's always been in your corner and can see that potential and growth in you. Mm, that's beautiful and I have a a kind of deep question but I gotta know so I know you're in an interracial coupling soon to be an interracial marriage just tell me your thoughts on that how do you feel about that has anyone said anything off out of pocket or or is it 22 we don't have to hear crap oh yeah like I've definitely gotten so many mixed emotions as far as like good things about it where some people have joked and just like oh my god you're gonna have pretty baby oh oh I thought you were gonna say something about babies yeah beautiful kids like I've literally heard every single thing in the book. Like when people mm-hmm. joking about it, like, oh my God, you don't believe I'm just like black love or why, oh, was a black guy not good enough? Or, oh, why did you say I date outside your race? Like, it's like, it was never a choice to be like, I'm just only going to date white guys. Or like, I'm only going to be with a white guy. Like I judge off of people's character. Like, mm-hmm. yes, looks are great. He's so handsome and I love him for that. But it's like, how are you as a person? I want to see what your soul's about, your character. I want to see your heart. And he was the only one that always stood out above any other guy that I've dated or talked to. But as far as like everything else goes, we've definitely had people look at us crazy in restaurants. We've been places and they're just, you know, turn their nose up like, oh, like just don't approve. And it's like, you always take the high road, you know? Like I've had some family members that were at points, they were just like, why would you date a white person? Or like, what's wrong with the black person? They weren't good enough, but it's just that old school mindset. So it was kind of, it was kind of nice to me to be the one that like kind of broke down that border for some people. Like I put that on my shoulders of just like taking such pride in it and showing that love is love. Like who cares if they're white, Hispanic, Asian, Korean, like it doesn't matter, you know, but I've just always learned to take the high road and just love people for who they are, regardless of skin tone. Like that doesn't Mm -hmm. play, you know, a huge aspect in it. Like, yes, we have different cultural backgrounds, but we're all the same people. And like, our goals, our mindsets line up and yeah, it was meant to be. So I actually love it. I love being in an interracial relationship. It's very mm. fun. <laughs> I mean, Hey, you love your man. So it's all good. Whatever, I do. I whatever do. skin tone I he it. is. I, I, I actually 
never actually dated outside. Well, I dated one guy outside of my race, but we didn't have that yeah. much in common. And so he was mm-hmm. just like, okay, you're nice, but we don't have that much in common. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's a personal choice. You know, this is young black missus. You're going to be is. a young black missus. And I mean, we do, yeah. we do whatever makes us happy. Honestly, that's Absolutely. how I feel. So Me I mean, too. I, yeah, I, I, I watched a TV show. What would you do? And there was an interracial couple and this mm-hmm. older white woman, and they were in, they did one in the South and they did one on the East coast, like the same mm-hmm. scenario. And it was a totally different action from the East coast to the South. Obviously that right older, right. over older white woman was like, no, you know, black people should be with black people and white people should be with yeah. black people. But I've had so mid- many colleagues that have been like that too. And it's just like, but they try to come off as like, I'm not trying to be prejudiced or racist, but we just believe that black people say black people, white people say white people, like they don't like the mix. And it's like, who are you to judge and sit here and tell somebody who they can and can't date and fall in love with? Like, it's just ludicrous to me. And not to hate on my black men or anything like that, but unfortunately a lot of black men are incarcerated or they might not be up to the standard of us, you know, like something that we would want and no shade black men. I know most, mostly women listen to this podcast, but that's the thing that happens. Like, like, you know, there's, or they're dying, you know what I'm saying? Police brutality or, or just gang or like just violence in general. So there's just, it's like, if you want to be in a committed relationship, you've got people that are not wanting to. And yeah, I think that's with all races. I think that's with all men too. And I want to just say black men, but the, the incarceration. Yeah. So, yeah. I totally agree. I feel like it definitely kind of shows your background as far as like men growing up like Ryan grew up with you know both his parents being in his household he had a good father a good mom like he was raised to you know treat women with respect and just go above and beyond to always be a gentleman like and that's what always separated them apart it's like you know in high school I was young I was dating whatever people aren't always mature you didn't think like you know oh my god the first boyfriend I have I'm gonna end up marrying him and such like Ryan was definitely not my first boyfriend but yeah but I definitely think looking back at like, again, like how you were raised and those values that your parents instill in you truly show like how you're going to be. And it's going to shape and mold you into the adults you are today. So I totally agree with that. Mm, that's so true. Okay. I'm going to shift gears out of that little deep conversation. There were so many similarities with this love story with Trish. It freaked me out but I want you to hear it one more time. So let's check it out. But how did you guys <laughs> meet? I want to know a little bit about your love story. Absolutely. So it's it's interesting because you may know and some other people listening might know, I was in a long-term relationship with someone that I met at Wilberforce. Um, and the relationship was rocky um, just because I was ready for marriage. Like I've never been like, I like to call it a serial dater. So I've never been someone to date like different people. If I'm with you, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was ready for marriage and they weren't. And that was perfectly fine. But I had to make a decision for me. Um, And I just said, I'm going to be single. Like, I'm just going to be single, live my life. I was working at PNC Mortgage out here. It's um, like 15 minutes from where I live. And um, my husband was working there as well. And, you know, he would come in and he would be like, hey, how you doing? Just really nice to me. And I'm just like, hey, you know. (laughs) 
Because, you know, when you're zoned in and you're trying to focus on you, you're like, hi, I'm not noticing anyone right now. I'm just focusing on me. (laughs) But he was persistent. You know, he would come in. He would just do like sentimental things, um, asking me if I wanted lunch, just having conversations with me, getting to know me. So we really developed a friendship first. Mm. Um, And it was really like romantic because we said like it's a call center. So we sat in these little tight aisles. So everybody in our aisle just felt our energy and they're just like, you're God, you guys are going to be together. And we're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or mainly me. <laughs> Cause right. he always says like, I didn't believe in it at first. Yeah. Just because like I said, I was focused. So everybody said we would be together. He would come in like dressed in like a vest and a tie and you didn't have to dress like that you know but he would like dress a certain way so I would notice him he would wear a certain cologne and walk past me okay um and he would sing like all the things uh your man won't do Joe (laughs) he would walk past my dad singing that song um so we just really developed a friendship oh my goodness yeah um yeah so and then like the closer we got I still told him you know I need to take this time for me um Um, because I just went through a breakup. So it probably was at least three or four months that I was single. And then we started dating and that was back in 2012. Wow. Y'all been together ever since. So that's like almost 10 years or is it my man? Well, we got together in 2014. I'm sorry, officially. Okay. So we count, so we count 2014 just because we were like together, but not to get, you know how you're always with somebody, but you're yeah. not together yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I understand. God, there's so many parallels there, Trish. Like I also worked in a call center, but I didn't work. Wow. Like, it was a call center environment type of situation. Okay. However, however, David did not look snazzy. He actually looked tore up <laughs> from the flow up. So he was not getting my attention. No, I will never forget his little busted white t-shirt. Really? I'm sorry. I usually love on, on hubby, but like, nah, I will not forget. Like, mm, he pulled it. We did a video for our, like a wedding video. Cause it was movie theme. Okay. And so he brought that shirt back out and my mom was looking at, cause she was with us when we were recording it. My mom was like, David, what are you wearing? And she <laughs> said, Morgan will understand. And I was like, yeah. Cause that's how, Oh God. Whew, okay. Memories, you know, whatever. Right. So I'm glad he was looking. I'm glad your man was looking good for you and presenting well for you. Now, <laughs> now David is snazzy and dressy. And you, know, you up, you upgraded him. <laughs> right. But back then, you know, well, he had life stuff going on too. So I can't be, okay. I can't even be upset with that, That's but understandable. I love when you're talking about how building a friendship is so important to you. And then another yeah. parallel also, Trisha's it took you a minute to get there. You said 2012 yes. to 14. I didn't. Yes. It was, it was 12 to 15 for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I also had that. That's pause. good. And yeah. I think so too, because like you said, he was, he was around. Sounds mm-hmm. like your man was around too, mm-hmm. just kind of being a supportive friend. And I yes. feel like beyond anything, like in a marriage in my little three years of knowledge, like that's that's experience (laughs) you have to you have to like the person for who they are yes absolutely and the the fact that you've taken that time to really befriend your hubby Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what we need that's how that's how it grows yes so how did the proposal happen so it was completely unpredictable I had absolutely no clue and I just knew I would knew when it happened or know when it happened um, and it was interesting because a year prior, I mean, by then we had been together like five years. So I'm like, look, bro, you know, tick tock, tick tock. 
because I didn't want to end up, like I said, in the same situation because that last relationship was 10 years. I'm like, okay, we're at five now. So I had already set the standard with him. Like we need to get married, you know, if you want to continue to cohabitate because we were doing that as well. Mm. So um, we had the the discussion and nothing happened. So I just kind of let it be. But of course, as women, we have our own time frame. We're like, if it don't happen by this time, (laughs) it's a wrap. But um, we planned a weekend. Um, It was Valentine's Day weekend. And we were just going to like go out to eat. And then we were going to go to Cleveland with our friends. So the whole time, I guess he was planning it. And then prior to, he was taking like these extensive, like six hour trips with his best friend to go like ring shopping. Now, granted, he was telling me that he was getting a gift for his friend's girlfriend. And I'm just like, what kind of gift are they? Like, maybe he's proposing is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so prior to, he was doing all of that. And then when we finally get to the dinner, we went to Jay Alexander. I'm not sure if you guys. Yeah, that yeah, we have it here love it there love the food um and I dressed up I think I wore pink and um he tried to coordinate with me so he had like a pink and blue polo shirt on and we always do that because like I told you we like to match and stuff so um we're just sitting waiting and he's just like kind of nervous and I'm not thinking much of it I'm like maybe he's just like overwhelmed with like work or something else Mm -hmm. so he takes me into like it's a private room and it's a table for four. And I'm sure you probably have friends like this too, but our friends were late. <laughs> they were late. So um, I think he was stressed about that too. So I told him like, let's just get an appetizer. And when I tell you, he was looking at the menu, but he was just like, oh. and he kept having his head down. I was like, man, he must not know what he wants to eat. Like, <laughs> this is really a challenge for him. Like still in my mind, I didn't even think anything of it. Uh, so Meanwhile, he did it the right way. He went to my father, he went to my mother um, and asked their permission. So I'm very close to my mom. So I had sent her a message because one of my cousins, baby, had on a cute little onesie for Valentine's Day. And I send it to her like, look, he's so cute. And she couldn't even talk to me, really. And I'm like, well, what is wrong with my mom? Like, <laughs> I couldn't even. She don't like, want you to know. Yeah, I didn't understand what was going on. So um finally our friends get there long story short and then he's like okay I'm gonna call your mom and I'm like we're sitting here at the dinner table you're gonna call my mom he calls my mom on the video and then our waiter comes in and holds the phone for him and he's like okay so babe (laughs) and I was like what and it's funny girl because he was sitting down in the chair was like a couple behind us and he like threw his chair back and I was like oh my gosh like (laughs) he's like so babe you know I just want to know if you would do me the honor of you know being my wife and he wanted to say more but he was so nervous yeah Uh, but oh my gosh the video of my reaction was hilarious because I'm like oh you know like this is really happening oh yeah I love that he included he he included your mom in that day because she's still in Philly sounds like okay yes she is mom and dad whole family is in Philly oh family is still in Philly okay yes Mm -hmm. yeah oh and so did he go visit or just maybe a phone call he called her he talked to her over the phone and he had developed his own relationship with my mom which is amazing and that was like a seal the deal type of thing for a lot of women because you know you want your parents to like like you know the person you're with so yeah. yeah 
Yeah. That's true. I never really thought about that. I mm-hmm. I wish I could have been a fly when my husband asked because I felt because the way he <laughs> described it after the fact, he mm-hmm. was like they they were both crying and like to see my dad get emotional that like mm-hmm. that's something. So I'm just glad. And I don't know if people still do that these days, but they go. Yeah, I don't either. They go ask, and I guess I haven't. Well, my last couple of guests, I don't I don't know. I that you're the first hmm. one to bring that up, so I wow. wonder wonder if that happen for them so Hmm. Hmm. I think it has to do with upbringing too uh just because like my great grandma played a role in my upbringing too and my mom's life as well as her grandmother right I think it's like a tradition things that are instilled in you some you know it just depends on how you grew up too see I love that you had no idea I did my yeah. mom my mom told me to get ring ready so I have polished my nails (laughs) see that's good because my nails weren't done girl That's why you do not see any pictures until the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you had you had it together. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that that makes sense. I love. I guess I feel like I feel like nowadays we always say black love, black love, whatever. But it's so beautiful, and it should mm-hmm. be. It shouldn't be like it should be normalized. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I feel like more television shows or like in the '90s, it seemed like there was a lot of black love, but now it's starting to have a little bit more coming coming to fruition I mean I don't know if you're a a bachelorette fan or a bachelor fan but like now we have a two black bachelorettes and nice back to back kind of in a situation we had a black bachelor so it's kind of named for me and we finally had a black couple on there yeah so I just I girl I'll be scrolling through Instagram that was the last thing I saw (laughs) but I'm just like and you know more TV shows. I mean, Insecure is about to come back on for when we're recording this. Love it. We're seeing more of this complicated black love but yes we still love insecure so yes. but I just I think what that that's what touched me the most about hearing that how he he checked in with your family yeah and included them as much as he yes. could and mm-hmm. that was dope and your friends too yeah nobody was around yes. for me in, until he actually got down and I think they missed everything and so I could just oh, hear my no. <laughs> I could hear my cousin kind of screaming in the background but that was oh. it so I'm like okay this is cute but just having- he probably wanted it to be intimate too and that's yeah. nice too yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it was a whole thing and you had a whole deal and so I just I just love these stories <laughs> I do too okay great story from checking out this podcast let me know if you like this kind of uh flashback content because y'all know i got some content we got four seasons i can whip a few things up just to let y'all know that i've been here but next week i do have well you know i'm every other week because the next week you'll have this podcast you will hear from me and my new friend jennifer And we're going to be talking all about her love story with her high school sweetheart. So I can't wait for you to check that out. You can always find me on Facebook and Instagram at Young Black Misses. You can definitely check out my website, youngblackmisses.com. And until next time, guys, peace. I'm on vacation.